You are listening to The Ward. I am Erin Coffin, your candidate for counselor of Ward 23, Canada South. We're going to talk about some of the issues that are affecting Canada South and the city of Ottawa here during election 2022. My name is Erin Coffin, and I am a candidate for councillor in Canada South, Ward 23. I moved to Canada South in Broadwood when I was 15, and basically have been here on and off for over 30 years, and I am here raising my family as well, and my parents are just down the street. I even have a great aunt who is 92, who lives in the neighborhood as well. So uh, we're very entrenched in Canada South. And while you may not know us, we are definitely here and part of your community. So I, I really value that. Um, part of the reason why I'm running is because I've spent a number of years working in the federal public service, and I've created a lot of policy and programming and evaluation recommendations for senior management and hire. And I just figured it was time to um, sit at the table and help some of these decisions get made with the experience that I have gained over the decades, two decades that I've been in the public service. Um, I have grown up in a family who has always encouraged me to help take care of the community from even infancy. I was being taken to places to volunteer and help comfort people. Uh, when I was young and we'd have PD days at school, I would go with my dad to hospice care and visit with folks that were in the last weeks of their lives and hanging out with them and eating cookies and bringing them comfort. So that was something I had done always as a child. And then just as I grew up, that was a very much important part of my life where if somebody needed help, we were to help them, never to judge with the understanding that this could be us in a moment who also needed that kind of help um, and that people struggle. So uh, in my adult life, while I've been working in my private time, I volunteer regularly for uh, the FAMSEC food cupboard. Uh, I started with them back in 2015. They were in a crisis. They didn't have a location to run their operations that had been running for over 40 years, and they needed help. So I stepped in and helped find a location, a temporary location, um, and then really realized that this was an organization that over decades had not changed and needed to change to be able to better support and serve the community that they wanted to support um, that was everyday changing. So we looked at fundraising, we looked at service models, we went and talked to other uh, food cupboards and saw what they were doing and their best practices. And really tried to make some change. And at the same time, realizing to make that change, it was very expensive and it required a lot of capacity. So um, part of my commitment to my fellow volunteers was to help them find the resources. So I went and I spoke to community leaders and to business organizations and to just community groups and families and talked about what the work was and how many families we were feeding and what the need was. And 
how do these families fall into these situations where they need our help and why it's so important that we do that. Uh, and so we were able to go from an organization that was usually working in a deficit to an organization that was doing very well, supported by its community, so its volunteers could ensure that we had healthy, good food for uh, families. And, you know, one of the biggest rewards of that is when we have those families come back once they're on, you know, stable ground, coming back, understanding the importance of the work of the food banks that that they got help from and they come and they help and they support and they volunteer and they donate money and food. And so um, it's really a nice thing. Plus it's always one of those things where you can always invite families and uh, young children to understand the importance of giving back to their community and supporting others um, and building that, that kind of community spirit in our, in our youth and our families. So that was something I'm very proud of. Um, you know, we want to get into hard numbers. Over eight years, I've raised over $750,000 with my fellow volunteers by talking to these community groups and businesses. And we've been very fortunate that these groups have listened and come forward. Um, and then also as part of that, realizing that we needed to bring more attention to the importance of food security. So we created in 2015 the West End Food Truck Rally, um, that we would do in Bell's Corners, and we invited lots of trucks to come out and provide um, the opportunity for families to come and get together and taste some fantastic, unique, and uh, interesting foods, and at the same time, make it a fundraiser and a fun time for the family. And we were very lucky. By the end, um, in 2019, obviously our last one before COVID, we were getting nearly 5,000 people showing up in one day, uh, in a church parking lot in the middle of Bell's Corners in the West End, and uh, trucks were knocking on our doors asking to be part of it because we always made sure that everybody knew about it, they knew what was going to happen, they knew the services and how much fun we were going to have, and everybody wanted to show up. So it was a really great event as well, and again, we talked a lot about food security and talked about the importance. Um, and so a combination of that with my uh, experience being a public servant, I'm really hoping to take that energy and experience and, uh, and, the, and the skills that I've built over the years to really sit at the table with council and talk to people and, you know, advocate for my community, but at the same time make really good, educated, intelligent decisions that really think about the present community throughout Ottawa as well as Ottawa's future and really give us some ambition to have something that can be really fabulous um, and, you know, not just do uh, roads and, and whatnot, but really focus on good transit and wonderful parks and recreation and a really lively business and uh, cultural community that we could really be proud of and invite people to Ottawa to visit our communities that we're very proud of and that we're also making sure we don't leave anybody behind. So that's kind of why I'm here. It's been a big jump for me to uh, think about doing this. I was approached a couple of years ago to think about whether or not this was something I would do. Uh, I'm not a political animal. I've never been part of a party uh, that I'm aware of. And uh, I just really had to think about it long and hard, consider about whether or not I was the right person to represent my community. Um, it's also a huge jump. I've been in a comfortable government job for many, many years. Uh, so this is a bit of an upheaval for my family, but my family with me agree that 
uh, it's important to take care of community. And so therefore, um, I am happy to put my uh, career as a public servant on hold and, and become a different type of public servant and really serve my community in a, in a different way. So um, that's why I'm here. And I really want to be uh, your voice for Canada South. And um, at the same time, uh, make sure you know why I'm making these decisions or getting these things done, or maybe even not getting these things done, done for you. So you're aware of what I'm trying to do for you. Um, I will not promise you the moon. Uh, I can't make promises that I know I can't keep or may not be able to keep. So I, I will do my best to work hard for you, represent you um, with integrity and truth and honesty, and also uh, communicate back to you why things go the way they go and make sure that you feel engaged with our community and feel confident that you're being heard and respected and that uh, you know what your community is doing and, and that you're able to help create a really wonderful future for ourselves and our families and and our neighbors so that's really why I'm here is to do that for you many years ago I was asked to help with the youth group and was trying to so that my church and um we just had really cool kids so they were really interesting youth they were teenagers they were super smart uh, they had quite interesting personalities quite a variety of of um, skills and ideas and whatnot. And so um, we ended up, I created a program where we would come together at least once a month and they would come to the church in the kitchen and we wouldn't do any of that, you know, overly religious thing. We would just literally come together, learn to cook a meal together. Um, so we get some good life skills to be able to go off and not have to worry about what, what we were going to eat as adults. Um, and we would basically... Uh, cook three course meals together and then sit together and just chat about what was going on. Um, it was a way for them also to invite their friends to their church community, but in a way that was very safe, uh, not overly religious. It was more about if you ever need a safe place, this is where you can come. And meanwhile, let's just hang out and get some great life skills and have a good meal together. And so I uh, was able to do that with them and uh, we cooked a lot of food, a lot of variety of food. We, uh, we broke a lot of um, um, habits of kids who didn't want to eat anything that was uh, savory. Um, but <laughs> they would try things like mussels and curries and whatnot. So we kind of, you know, broke some boundaries for some of these folks. But we also got to take them on interesting adventures and get them to really look at the community and what could they do for that community. And uh, we did a trip uh, down to the to Cuba and saw um, how you know families that had a lot less than we did lived, but how they lived fully and lovingly and uh, took care of one another, and that was quite an inspiration. And uh, to this day, I mean, I'm really proud of these young people who have grown up to be these even more fantastic, still young, but a little older, a little bit more experienced. But I mean, they're becoming human rights lawyers. They're becoming doctors who specialize in proactive nutrition. I mean, just remarkable people who are, who are, I'm just really proud to have any kind of contact or any kind of influence on who they've become uh, just because they inspire me every day as well. So that was really definitely a privilege for me to, to be part of their lives. 
Ward 23 is Canada South, and that is Canada south of the Queensway. And so that includes the neighborhoods of Katimovic, Hazel Dean, Glencairn, Bridlewood, Trail West, and Emerald Meadows. Interesting group of different communities that have grown over many decades um, since the 60s uh, up to today, 2022. And uh, each community is unique, and yet we all have lots of shared interests and desires and hopes and dreams for our community in Canada South. And that'd be really something that would be great to bring together and help us, us all thrive. Well, that's a wrap. And listen in next time for The Ward, where we talk about issues that affect you in Canada South and the city of Ottawa during this election in 2022. Thank you.